thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so thrilled to have you joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And uh, the best investment of time is any time you're sowing the word into your heart. So thank you for joining us. And we have have been having such a good time on these last few episodes. We've been ministering about faith and the part it plays in the, it's a foundational truth and flow of our life. And so we've been talking about, we need to make sure we're inspecting our faith foundation because foundation is such an important part of our foundation, our spiritual foundation. And uh, we've been talking about what that means. And so turn with us, if you would, in your Bibles, get your Bibles, get a notebook and follow along with us. Make notes because we're believing for God to give you answers for your life. Amen. And you don't want to let those slip. You want to take note of them. We've been looking at Jude and Jude only has one chapter in it. And so we're starting in verse three, Jude verse three, it reads, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So we see this, that Jude had in mind that he was going to write about a different subject. And then when he put pen to paper, the Spirit of God said there's something needful for you to communicate to them. This is what they were needing to hear. And I tell you, we need to hear it. Amen. That they should earnestly contend for the faith. Notice this, these active words around this word faith, earnestly contend. Why? Because we want to have a faith that receives every time. The power of God meets faith. And when we release our faith, we can always know this power always flows every time we release our faith. All the, every time, every time. Therefore, we should not be content to not uh, re- not receive. Right. When we pray, when we when we speak the word, when we confess the word, we should not be okay with not receiving. If yes. we're not receiving, go back and inspect yes. your foundation of faith. Yes. And so we're we're going to talk about today about one of the very important components in the life of faith. Yes. We've been looking at turn with me if you would in Romans chapter four. We started in the previous episode. Uh, This is referring to something that God said about Abraham. Now, we know this, that Abraham is called the father of our faith, meaning God sets him up as an example to us. 
of what faith does, how faith operates. And so Romans chapter four, verse 17 reads, as it is written, this is God speaking. He said, I have made thee a father of many nations. So this is what he says about Abraham. He says, I have made you a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and look at this, calleth those things which be not as though they were. This is one of the most important components of faith. Is faith calls those things which be not as though they were. I want you to see this. Faith has a call. And if we're not calling, we're not in faith. We might have faith, but we're not in faith if we're not calling. The word says, uh, examine yourselves to, to see whether you are in the faith. So you can have faith and not be in it. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, what do you mean? How can I have faith and not be in it? How can you have a car and not be in it? How can you have a house and not be in it? You can have a faith and not be in it. How do you have a faith and not be in it? You're not releasing it. Having faith doesn't mean we're releasing faith. Faith comes by hearing, but faith is not released by hearing. Many times people get, if I can just hear more word, if I can hear more word, listen, it's good to hear the word, but it's not a substitute for releasing the faith you're hearing. Faith comes when you hear, but faith doesn't operate because you hear. Faith doesn't, isn't released because you hear. Faith comes at the hearing, but once it comes, then it has to be released. Because so people, this is where many times they're missing it. They think yeah. if I, I have, I need a miracle, I need healing, I need prosperity, I need an answer for my need. And they think if I'll just hear more word here, here, here. Yes. But once you hear now, there's a subsequent act to that hearing. Release that faith. Spend it. And uh, this is what, this is what we're told in the New Testament. Examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. Are you releasing that faith that's on the inside of you? And so we say this, how do we know if we're releasing it? It Faith comes by hearing. Faith doesn't operate by hearing. Faith isn't released by hearing. It's released through what we say and through what we do. Through saying and acting, acting on the word, being a doer of the word. That's the way we release our faith. So faith says something. Faith doesn't know anything about silence. Faith has a call. And if your faith is silent, it's not being released. And your faith can't be heard until it's spoken. You can have a heart full of faith and no one can hear it until you say it. And so we see this, uh, a key component of faith that we see in the life of Abraham He called those things which be not as though they were. Mm -hmm. He called the things that be not in this realm as though they were in this realm because they already existed in God's realm. The plan of God was already completed in his realm. Calling transfers what God has planned and what he has authored and, and is completed in his realm, it transfers it to the seen realm. realm. If there's no calling, there's no transfer. It has to be called to be transferred. 
faith calls those things which be not as though they were. I want you to, I want to read to you. I'm going to read out of Hebrews chapter four and verse three. And this is going to be out of the Amplified Classic Translation. Hebrews four, verse three. So get your Bible and follow along with us if you would. And this is the Amplified Translation. It says, for we who have believed, adhered to and trusted in and relied on God, Look at this, do enter that rest. Mm. Faith is the diligent effort to rest in God. Just know that. Faith is the diligent effort to rest in God. I refuse to be troubled. I refuse to be swayed. I'm, I'm, I'm staying at rest. I'm talking, I'm, I refuse to be troubled. So it says, um, for, for we who have believed do enter that rest in accordance with his declaration that those who did not believe should not enter. Now see, he's talking about the Hebrews that he delivered out of Egypt. They did not enter the promised land because they wouldn't believe. They refused to believe. They refused to believe what he said about that. So he's, his declaration that those who do not believe should not enter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If we're not entering some things, uh-huh. are we believing? Yes. <clears throat> are we in our faith? Because when we believe, we enter. If we don't believe, we don't enter. Who, uh, those who did not believe should not enter when he said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the phrase really I was after. And this he said, although his works had been completed, and prepared and waiting. Look at that, waiting. What he has provided, what he has prepared, what he has planned for your life, it's already completed. It's already prepared. Look at this, and it's waiting. What's it waiting for? For all who would believe. We could say this, since faith is a call for all who would call. It's prepared waiting for it's completed, prepared and waiting for your call. 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 Yes. Amen. Because when you call, what will come and what you're calling for is already been prepared, completed. And it's waiting for you to call. So it's prepared and waiting. It's, it's been completed and prepared and waiting for all who would believe. Look at this, from the foundation of the world. So that means this, when your need just showed up in your life, God already completed and prepared your answer. And now it's waiting for you to call it. When you pray is not the time God begins to work a plan. When your need shows up is not the time God says, we've got to come up with something here. No, he's already completed it and prepared. When, um, when, after my husband went home to be with the Lord, there were many projects left to complete. Uh, completion, construction to be completed on two buildings. Properties that, that he had started the process of putting for sale. Uh, I'm, so I'm talking about they were large projects. Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, one day, I got a big envelope. Not a, 
Yeah. Yeah. Regular, not even a legal size. <laughs> big, baby, big, big. From the IRS. Oh, boy. Love letter. Love letter. Love letter. <laughs> See, my husband handled all the business side, so I was really, I wasn't acquainted with the, you know, the place of certain things. And um, before I opened it, before my eyes saw something, I said something. I held that thing up. I didn't open it. Why? I was more interested in what God said than what the inside of this said. I held it up and I said, God, I don't know what's in here, but you do. And you've already supplied the answer. So whatever this envelope calls for, I call it from your preparation into my hands. Now I'm prepared to look at it and be untroubled. Oh, yes, good. yes. Be unmoved. Um, Why? Because I anchored myself yes. to the word yes. by what I said yes. and by what I thought on. You say, Pastor Nancy, I say things. Yeah, but you have to have faith thoughts as well as faith yes. words. Yes. You can't let your mind just go in any direction. Yes. You have to refuse to touch things in your thought life that would trouble you. This takes practice. You have to practice it. Then I looked at it and I go, oh, they love me so much. (laughs) They love me so much. And I, and I was completely untroubled. Why? Because I knew something. What was it? The answer is already prepared. It's waiting. The answer is waiting. What's it waiting for? It's waiting for me to call it. I called it before I looked at it. So when I looked at it, it didn't rob me of anything. Within one week, those numbers had gone, oh my goodness, I, I don't even know the percentage. I'm going to say it had gone down to maybe 5% of what the original letter said. I didn't call the IRS. I didn't have in my office contact them, nothing. They sent me a later contact and it was maybe 5% of what the original letter said. Why? The supply of God had already been prepared and it was waiting for me to call it. If I don't call it, what he's prepared goes unclaimed. You understand that? If we don't call what he has prepared and completed in the, in, for our need, it will go unclaimed. If we're going to worry about the need, our, our provision will go unclaimed. Yes. Worry is not what transfers your answer yes. into this realm. It's what, it what, it's what transfers the devil's activity uh-huh. into this realm. Uh, because worry is nothing but fear. Fear and doubt get together and they produce an offspring called worry. If you're going to worry about it, 
what God's prepared and completed for you can't reach you. It's not that he withholds it. It's waiting for you to believe. And calling is the primary way you release your faith. Amen. Amen. So I, I so appreciate this verse. I've always remembered this verse. Although his works have been completed and prepared and waiting for all who would believe from the foundation of the world. I had to finish one of the buildings that my husband had started uh, here at our church headquarters, our ministry headquarters, and it was about 70% complete. Um, I needed, needed $400,000 to complete it. A um, lot of details with that. A lot of details. But one day the bank called and said, we need to know where you're getting the $400,000 by tomorrow to get that building completed. And I, well, let me look again in my purse. Just maybe I overlooked something. Just maybe. I just didn't dig far enough. <laughs> you know, and it, it's like, if I knew where the money was, I would have completed the building by now. But I said this, your pressure is not mine. Your pressure is not mine. You can say tomorrow, that means nothing to me. Your pressure is not mine. I'm not, now listen, I don't have a bad attitude against the bank. If I owe it, I owe it. And it's wrong to act like you don't owe what you owe. If you owe it, you owe it. And to get mad at someone you owe is an unrenewed mind. But I'm saying to the pressure. The pressure is what I was talking, not to the bank. I'm talking to that pressure. You will not trouble me. So I was on the road preaching when I got this contact from the bank. By tomorrow, we need to know where you're going to get that money. I went out to preach. I came back to the hotel room. I go to lay down. I'm ready to go to bed. And I go, wait a minute. <laughs> they need a $400,000 answer tomorrow. So I said, Father, I don't know where the money is, but you've already prepared it. It's just waiting. I just need to hear what you have already prepared. That's all I need to do. So what I'm going to do I'm going to lay here and I'm going to pray in the spirit. Praying in the spirit does not get God to plan it. He's already planned it. It doesn't get God to prepare it. Praying in the spirit puts me in the position to hear what he already, what he already planned and prepared. That's why I prayed in the spirit, not to get God to do something, but to get me in the position of hearing from my spirit so I could hear the plan. Yes. I'm laying there praying in the spirit and I'm quieting my mind because I'm not figuring out the plan. I'm not forming a plan. I'm hearing a plan. Yes. So I quiet my mind. I'm not worrying about the plan because that closes the door to hearing. Right. You can't hear God through a worried door. Yeah. Worry closes the door. Hard to hear somebody talking through a closed door. And so I laid there and I just prayed in the spirit, not desperate emergency tongues. I'm not desperate. You know why I'm not desperate? He's already prepared an answer. 
That's why I'm not desperate. That's why I'm not panicked. Yes. Because he's already prepared and completed. He saw this need before I saw it. He, he prepared it. Here in Hebrews 4 verse 3, it says he prepared it from the foundation of the world. The last phrase, from the foundation of the world. Not today. Not yesterday. But before my life, before time ever started being calculated, before the clock ever hit the earth, before the foundation of the world, God prepared and completed, planned it all. The brilliance of God, the genius of God, the wisdom of God that doesn't need to wait for the event before it prepares for it. So I'm laying on the bed, praying in the spirit, not in desperation, not in a panic, not in emergency, not in fear, because I know he's already prepared the help. I've just got to hear my part. That's all I've got to hear because every miracle God includes you in. Amen. People think that God, a miracle just means God's going to do it apart from us. Our miracles include us. What's my part? I just need to hear my part. So as I laid in that bed, just prayed in the, in the spirit, 10 minutes, like a bubble up came exactly what to do and where the money was. Exactly. Exactly. In a moment I had it. Well, what my spirit knew flowed up, floated up and enlightened my mind. That's the benefit of speaking in other tongues yes, yes. because your spirit knows things your mind hasn't caught up with yet. Yes. But by praying in other tongues, what my spirit knows became known to my mind. It floated up. I tapped into it. See, I tapped into the wisdom of God and it floated up and enlightened my mind. And in a moment, I knew what, exactly what to do and went off to bed with a $400,000 answer in 10 minutes. Why? Because God's not forming it. He's already completed it. He's already completed When you will face every need in your life with, he's already completed this. He's already prepared it. I'm in the middle of, I'm in the middle of, um, restoring a home that God gave me, Sister Amy Sil McPherson's home. I have no, I have no idea how much money I'm going to need. You want to know why? We haven't, we haven't completed the research. It's a hundred year old home. They've got to go behind walls, under floors, into roofs. They've got to find out. I don't know what I need, but I know this. It's already completed. It's already prepared. All I have to do is call. I got the easy part. I don't have to earn money. That's right. I call it. I call the completed plan into this realm. Faith calls those things, which be not as though they were, because they are. They are in his realm. Even though it hasn't shown up in this natural realm, doesn't mean it's not completed. The realm where all blessing flows from has already completed it. My call transfers it. It invites what God planned and completed into my life by my call. My call is my permission. That's what faith is, my permission. 
God will not force himself upon anyone. He will only work invited. Our call is our invitation. Father, what you've prepared, what you've completed, I call it. I want it. And I receive it. There you go. And you say that. Thank you, Father. Once you perform the act of transfer, you praise him. Thank you. You're not, you don't have to talk him in to transferring it. Yes. He prepared it so he could transfer it. So it's not coercing him into transferring it. Once you have performed the act of transfer through calling, you thank him. That's the bulk of time you're going to spend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that it's mine. Thank you that what you've already completed and prepared, it's making its way into this round. It'll, it, it, it'll all, it all shows up in this round. It's mine now. That's how come faith is now because the completion of it's now. He's already completed it now. He's already completed it. Since he completed it before the foundation of the world, it's, it's already, it's now. It's now. And so that's why I can call it mine now, even before it shows up, because yes, it's already been yes. pre- prepared and completed. Amen. The faith life gives us the best life. Yes. Oh my. Amen. Amen. That's why f- those who believe in enter into rest, because we don't have to wait for it to show up before mm-hmm. we're at rest. Uh, yeah. We're authorized to rest before it shows up, because we know. It's already been completed and prepared. That's how come we can rest. See, those who, those who are unsaved can't rest until their answer shows up. We're authorized to rest before it shows up because we, we enacted the transfer transaction by calling. Amen. Well, you're going to have to watch next time because you know what page we're on? Three. <laughs> We're on page three after a whole week of teaching this. We're on page three. So I'm just saying there's so much to this and uh, it's a thrill to dive in together. Amen. And uh, right now I want to pray with you. Those of you that are watching, I want you to know your healing is already completed. Your miracle, it's already completed and prepared. What you say, then why don't I have it? It's waiting for you to call. It's waiting for you to call it. Just call it. Just call it. You don't have to figure it out. You just call it. Pastor Nancy, I don't understand that. Just call it. Just call it. Amen. Satan, I tell you, you take your hands off the bodies. You take your hands off the lives of God's people. You take your your hands off their homes, off their finances. And Father, we receive the miracle. We receive the healing. We receive the supply. We receive the wisdom. We receive the help that has already been prepared and completed. And it's been waiting for our call. We call it. In Jesus' name, we call ourselves healed. We call ourselves prosperous. We call ourselves knowing the wisdom of God for our situation. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, 
visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.